And welcome back to Formula Breakdown. It's Ross and Caleb here for round 22, the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix, our third race here in the United States, our last race here in the United States. Caleb, how are you feeling this weekend, man? Intrigued, I think, is one of the words I would use for this upcoming weekend. Yeah, this is the only question mark. The brand new Las Vegas race, free practice one starts in an hour and a half. And besides some simulations that the teams have been running, no one really knows what to expect on this track. Yeah, I've ran some hot laps on F123 just to see what the track was like. It's about as boring as the shape looks. So who knows what's going to happen? We've got some chilly weather coming up and unknown track conditions. I think they open the track up during the day and stuff like that for the cars to drive through. I'm not 100% sure, but it is taking up a very main street in Vegas, the Strip. So I don't know how they're mm-hmm. yep. delegating traffic during that. I, I know right now there is traffic driving through. So I don't know if on Friday and you know Saturday, if they're going to let traffic through during the day. Best that I've been able to see, it looks like it's been a bit of a mess kind of taking over the town. So much as like uh, boarding up windows on bridges to make sure that no one can watch the race for free. Just really strange kind of how they took over. Yeah, but... But Caleb, you've been to Vegas a few times, so you you would know. You're going to have to keep an eye out this weekend and let me know like how obtrusive are these guys being. Yeah, like those bridges that people are talking about, I've walked across them several times. So I've gone to the SEMA show, I don't know, seven, eight years, something like that. And I have walked the strip many times. I was really wanting to go this year just so I could see some of the track. But from what I heard, it was interesting. It's kind of weird driving down the street and having barricades. But... Those bridges are like kind of an attraction so you can look down the strip, but they don't want people standing there and somebody getting a wreck and a tire fly up into the bridge and hit somebody or something strange happening. I mean, look at any racetrack with a bridge. I mean, Coda has a bridge. That's the Circus of the Americas. Sorry, I just abbreviated, but that has a bridge and it is completely covered. You can't look around it. There's a few other tracks that I know that have bridges that are all covered. So it's nothing out of the ordinary. People are making a big fuss about it because it's on a street and a lot of Las Vegas residents don't understand what's going on. But a covered bridge is pretty standard when it comes to racetracks. They don't want pedestrians stopping there. Okay, I could appreciate that. I guess it's not safe for people to congregate on a bridge as well. Sure, there's a carrying capacity. Just had to throw that out there. I don't know. F1 in Las Vegas, like it feels like it should be a good fit. I'm just not sure I'm loving the street race concept here. Um, It feels like a less interesting Singapore, but the glitz and glamour of Vegas really matches up with Formula One. And we saw that on full display for the opening ceremony, which I missed. So I'm really interested for you to catch me up, sir. You didn't miss much. It was, um, I wrote it's F1's take on an American Super Bowl halftime show. But it wasn't done well. It was kind of weird, uh, kind of hunger, hunger Gamesy near the end. It started with 30 Seconds to Mars, and then it went to country music artist Keith Urban, which is a very weird transition. Then it went to some other artists that I don't really know, and then Journey came up, which was kind of cool. See Journey. Granted, there was a lot of Yuki Sonoda jokes in there because the guy is from the Philippines. I know Yuki's from Japan, but he's Asian. That was on the YouTube comments. I didn't make that joke. It was just there. The YouTube comments were roasting this thing like pretty bad. And someone was like, why is Yuki up there singing? So yeah, casual racism going on. Steve Aoki went up there and he probably had a USB drive 
plugged into his DJ setup. Didn't look like he was doing much, but turning some knobs. Tiesto and John Legend were up there as well. And then Will I Am ended the thing. So he's got like a little Formula One album that came out recently. It's big into F1. So he was at uh, Miami, I believe. Yeah. So he's all about F1. So that kind of made sense. It was a big like group of different singers and there was probably i don't know 10 at least 10 minimum of different artists that played like one or two songs so it was very weird and they were all lip syncing it seemed like maybe a couple of them weren't i know john legend wasn't you could tell he wasn't and i wouldn't expect him to lip sync but it was it was odd to say the least and then like you watch 30 minutes of music and then they're like from team Ferrari, Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. And they like would go up in like a little elevator thing. And as soon as their name was said, they would go right back down. And then like another platform would raise. And it was like from district 12, like it was very hunger games ish. Like it was weird. And you saw the drivers for like 30 seconds and it was over then it was over like nothing else after that that was the opening ceremony it was very weird i don't think anybody knew what to expect but uh yeah it was it was a little bit cringe it seemed like a horrible waste of time near the end they had a lot of fake fan noise being pumped in it was obvious and when the cameras would go towards the stands which you could tell they were trying to prevent doing that the grandstands were like more or less empty like it was probably 50% capacity and that's being generous but they had like lights set up in the stands to make it look like cameras flashes were going off so it looked like there was more people there than there were it looked it was just I was sniffing out the bullshit pretty quickly on this whole thing. It didn't seem like many people wanted to be there. I really wish they'd quit trying to like shoehorn in the concerts. Yeah. And the crappy live music into these racing events. I understand they're trying to like be a broader appeal, but if you're going to do something like that, I think it should be marketed better. Yeah. Made a bigger deal. Like none of us even knew any of these people were going to be there. Maybe like on a sprint Saturday between the sprint shootout and the sprint race, maybe you market, hey, this local artist is going to be here and do a show. So you don't have to leave the track if you don't want to. You could just go to this concert, hang out here, and then they could just broadcast that yeah. in between. But like a parade of lip syncers and auto-tuned performers on an off day seems really weird. Yeah. And for us, okay, so United States has how many time zones? Four, is that right? Yeah. 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 What time did this even happen? Yeah. So it was 1130 our time. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's in America. It starts at 1030. Well, 1130 at night or 1130 in the morning? At night. It was last night. So So late Thursday late or late Wednesday, early Thursday morning. Yeah. So like 6 a.m. 7 a.m. like UK European time. I know America is getting a lot of flack for having three races, but you put America over Europe and there's probably 10 races that happen in Europe in the size of America is. So it's not like we can hop on a train and go to Vegas and watch the race for no money. It would cost us like $400 in plane tickets and another 200 in hotels. Yeah, we should clarify like America is a big place. It's huge. Like, I would say how far of a drive is vegas just from dallas for example so i've done this drive going to sema and if you don't stop which we did one year it takes roughly 19 hours to drive it's it's a long time a couple hour train ride from you know the austrian grand prix to the belgian grand prix that's probably a bad example but i know those are in the same part of the world yeah so it's not like a little train ride i wish it was i wish we had infrastructure to do that don't get me started on that but it's not like a short trip by any means so 
like the Las Vegas thing isn't even reachable for us. The only one that's close to us is Austin, which is four hours away. And then the Miami one is equally as far as Vegas is. We're like, oh God, that's we're like smack dab in the middle. Hours. Yeah. yeah. And you've made that drive or at least part of it. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So. Listen, I just think they need to rethink their pomp and circumstance. Like this comes across feeling really manufactured and soulless kind of. Yeah. I think Max is about tired of it. I'm sure most of them are. It's just Max who seems to get quoted because he's the driver's world champion, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure there's plenty of eye rolling and what the heck was that going on? And I I don't want to sound snobbish or purist, but I think a little bit less of this. And, you know, bring in some former world champion to, like, christen the track or something. Do something like that that brings a little bit more prestige from a sportsman standpoint than just, like, here's... LL Cool J. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, there's so many great tracks in America, and we could use them. F1 has used them before. Granted, some of them would probably need to be updated a little bit, but they could be brought up to F1 standards. And just the whole Vegas thing, like you're saying, it seems forced. It's like, oh, that's the party town. Let's do it there. And you could just look at the shape of the track. It looks forced. It looks like a square. I told you it looked like one of our northern states. It's just a it's just a box. Like it has no character whatsoever. A lot of people said it looks like a pig laying upside down and hopefully this race isn't a dead pig basically, but it looks like it's starting that way. Caleb, I know we have nothing to go off here. So I'm kind of interested in what you think we're going to see Saturday at the end of qualifying. Yeah, so it seems like the Ferraris on a one lap pace kind of like in Mexico and Singapore, they're pretty quick. Now they can't hold that off for a whole race weekend but it seems like on a one lap pace they're pretty good and this is a very fast track so that's the only thing that's keeping me from saying like Carlos Sainz or Charles Leclerc getting pole is because how long that straightaway is and how fast the Red Bulls are on the straightaways so I'm probably just gonna go with Max on this but it's gonna be interesting like I don't really know I could easily say Charles or or Carlos at this point like I think it's gonna be one of the faster cars I don't think it's gonna be a McLaren definitely not a Mercedes you know it's it's gonna be one of those two it's either gonna be a Ferrari or a Red Bull that are up on pole well, I just kind of had fun with these predictions because there's literally nothing to go off of, and I'm going to predict Carlos Sainz for pole. Yeah, I can and see it. And I'm kind of imagining a redux of Singapore. Yeah. So Sainz has been my preferred Ferrari driver for a long time now, and I see him doing that and making trouble. The fight for second place in the Constructors World Championship is still very much up in the air. Just 20 points separate Ferrari and Mercedes, so... I think Carlos uh, Carlos goes a long way this weekend in making that fight come down to the very end. I do think Ferrari is going to probably pass Mercedes in the constructor standings after this weekend. I just don't think that Mercedes is going to be great. I don't know. It just seems like their strategy and everything Mercedes-wise is just not been right it's like they're looking forward to next year and just like let's write this off i feel like they've been kind of hiccuping since yeah the united states grand prix since austin i know hamilton landed on the podium in mexico but i feel like they've just been a step off so you're you're predicting a good weekend for ferrari do you think that translates to sunday what does your podium look like yeah so i'm gonna put max on pole just because i'm a freaking red bull fan and you know sue me and then let's put carlos Sainz in p2 
And let's put Perez on P3. Oh. Bring back that Street Fighter. Well, again, in the spirit of just having some fun with this, I didn't want to spend any time even entertaining the thought of a Red Bull being on podium. I'm hoping that they can't get the setup right, even though there's three practices to figure it all out. I'm sure they probably will figure it out. So I literally just copy-pasted the podium from Singapore. Carlos Sainz gets his second win of the season. Lando just missing out and Hamilton bringing up the rear, hopefully without George crashing at the last turns of the race. But that's kind of what I'm hoping to see. I'm hoping to see no Red Bulls this weekend. Uh, Max's mood about this track can sour even more when he doesn't get a podium. I do think we will at least see one red flag, whether that's in qualifying or the race, and we will see a safety car at some point during the race. I I think it's going to be a clusterfuck. When will Logan Sargent hit the barrier? <laughs> I don't know. Lap 15. There you go. He He's not done great on the street circuits. So I've cursed that guy many a times on you accident. Have, you have. <laughs> I have caused his wrecks on a few laps. So. I really have no idea what I'm, how this is going to go. I don't know how like close the drivers can be able to stay to one another. There's not much in the way of turns to slow anybody down who's not as good in the braking or cars that don't corner quite as well. I, I there's, I mean, it's just a uh, man. Uh, we, we really gave up the French grand prix for this and I don't think it feels like a fair trade at all. It's a lot like Azerbaijan too. Like, how square and long this another one is. of my least favorites yeah same here it's not one of my favorites either it's kind of boring so hey i went like really red hail hell uh sergio perez won azerbaijan so who's to say he can't win this one it's possible i don't have no bad feelings about perez right now he gave us some of the best racing back in a few weeks ago in brazil with alonso so maybe he'll be back on form and sneak into the podium but I think that's all I got, Caleb. Free practice in an hour. Be able to gleam a little bit of information on how everybody's going to be doing at the end of that. But it's going to be really valuable track time for the teams, for the drivers to get to know this track and adjust their car accordingly before Park Ferme. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Nope. Not many more thoughts, but happy birthday, Christian Horner. 50. Oh, man. He's been doing this for so long. That's he crazy has. that he's only 50. Um, he doesn't look 50. No, no. I went back and was watching the 2007 season a few months ago, and there he is with his mullet and most of his hair and sanity still intact. He's still doing this damn thing. So shout out to Christian Horner. Probably before Helmet Marco was up his ass all the time, stressing him out. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Well, Caleb, thanks for your thoughts. Thanks for catching me up on the opening ceremony. And thank you guys for listening. Hey, if you liked what you heard here, we've been doing this all season long. So you should go check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like content like this, you could see more of what we do over on YouTube at Formula Breakdown. And we'll see you guys next time.